Kicks We Trust. In Kicks We Trust. In Kicks We Trust. In Kicks We Trust. In Kicks We Trust. Episode 89 of the In Kicks We Trust podcast. I'm here with four fifths of the In Kicks We Trust team. Kev, how's it going? What's going on, everyone? Golly, how's it going? Uh, pretty good, man. I smoke a lot of weed all day. <laughs> oh, damn, That's the hot. My shatter is kind of yeah. melted. It looks like snot in the paper, kind of right now. You see that? <laughs> yeah, that does. Smoke good. So, no different than any other day. No different than any other day for Colleen. Uh, I did a little less schoolwork than I probably should have, but I know I'll get on that. I have a lot of work this week. So, so it's vacation hey. time in the summertime. There you go. <laughs> and, Rich, how's it going? What's good? So it's just the four of us today, and we're actually going to do something a little bit different. So normally we would start with our wares and pickups, but as yeah. some of you may have seen on Instagram, Kev is actually away at a cottage this week. I think so- uh, we might need to give one intervention. He's probably sipping on that NyQuil still. Like he's just taking all those cough medications, not showing up. Some scissor. Little- <laughs> he was in Atlanta, wasn't he? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, but yes, we are going to do something a little bit different. So we're, we're double recording this week. So what we're going to do is we're going to skip wares and pickups today because we will have discussed that in last week's episode. And obviously within 24 hours, we may only have one wear. Of course, Rich probably has three or four pickups. How about this? I got like five in a well, 24 hour. We'll, we'll, we'll just wait. We'll wait a week. He can. I think he can wait a week. But we're going to jump right into our treasure hunt segment. So we're going to replace wares and pickups with a treasure hunt. So this is going to be our newest treasure hunt episode. So... This month, we have Rich doing some treasure hunting. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> He's always hunting, though. I mean, so it's like not really different. Always. But... That's, that's nothing new, man. But yeah, shout out to the good folks over there at eBay Canada, man. Makes um, it a little different, a little more special. Mm-hmm. You know what? Anxiety through the roof. Talking to Kev and this process, like, I didn't think that it would be as hard as it is. Because as Kali said, I'm always on the hunt. But I think when I was put in this position, it just... I did not know what to get. Like, I literally <laughs> sat there day in, day out, like, scared. I was almost obsessed because I'm just like, all right, I'm going to go with this. Nah, I'm going to go with this. Oh, shit. Yeah, one of these. And then you it, you just go down the rabbit hole. I will say that this segment for me, it's probably taught me a lot more tricks. I've said it before. Like, I've never really used eBay like that to purchase pairs. So it was an opportunity to to get myself versed with kind of some of the tips and tricks for the Canadian folk. You know, we got Kijiji out here. I kind of mastered that. So this was something else that, you know, I kind of wanted to put my powers to be towards. <laughs> yeah. So we, I mean, like when you say it was hard, it was almost like you're saying it's hard because there's just so much to choose from. Is that what you yeah. mean? Like there was like, it's like infinite. <laughs> like, yeah. And then with the authentication, right. That just, you get a peace of mind, right? Because especially for pairs, you know myself, I love a lot of the older stuff. So just going with those things. And I mean, it's, it's hard to kind of replicate some of the pairs that I'm looking for in terms of old, but then other pairs that I necessarily may not have seen like before in hand. So I don't know what to look for. And you can only you can only look so much like in terms of pictures. So like, I, man, I'm gonna give y'all even some of the pairs like I was looking at the infrared pack from 2010. 
was one of them. I actually found a dude. So Jordan Six Black Pack, you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. The the 2010 joints. There was a guy, it looks like he like restores shoes. Um, because he had a couple listings. I noticed. Like I kind of started to what kicked it off for me was the Black Cement 3. That was one that was like on the top of the radar for me. And there were so many pairs. Like I had to literally siphon through every listing that I've seen, like in my size, just looking at every picture with detail. I'm looking for cracks in the fucking paint. I'm looking for the yellowing on the toe. So it was literally, I had at one point in time, like fucking probably like seven to eight different listings of Black Cement 3s. And I'm literally just like comparing all the pictures for them. So this guy, the same dude that had the Black Cement 3 replacement box. So I, I noticed some of the listings, you had some pairs that they had replacement boxes. But once again, with the authentication, you know, I, I could look past that. So he had a replacement box, you know, read his, they kind of have um like the the comments like about the shoe. I like Kajidi for that reason, because, you know, it kind of describes condition, shit like that. So he had like a little description on the shoe, just saying that he purchased it kind of, you know, it looks like he maybe repainted it, cleaned them up. So they were like clean. So I added that to my list. I believe that's what it's called. So if you go into the my watch eBay, list. the watch, watch list, sorry. The watch, watch list. list. Yeah. So I added that to the watch list. I got fucking confused because there was already pairs in there. So I'm adding this stuff to the watch list and I'm going into it now. Um, I'm using the app, by the way, too, I'm on my phone. So I'm like, where the fuck are the pairs? I'm expecting them to be at the top. Once again, Kijiji, right? Kijiji is usually at the top. But no, it doesn't do that. So I'm clicking on it. I'm like, I have hit the heart button, like, watch list. Where the fuck is the shoe? So like I'm scanning through and finally... I find it, I realize it's not in sequential order. Like it just, they loop it in somewhere. So I saved that pair out of like the other six or seven. And I narrowed it down to that. He probably had the best one. And then I was heartbroken because then I went back into the watch list. Just, you know, every day, like I said, I'm eyeing it. It's gone. Like where the, where the fuck did the shoe go? And then I think with the watch list, once it ends, like that listing, it goes to that. So that yeah. took me like a couple yeah. days to realize that's what happens. <laughs> so I go into the to the ended and I'm like, shit, like the thing is gone now. So I'm like, what am I going to do? Because that was probably the best pair out of the ones that I've looked for. And then once again, now I start looking, that opens up the can of worms again. Okay, like that's gone. What else could I get? So I'm looking at infrared six of that pack. He has them, the same seller. He's actually selling them individually, clean. But same thing, right? Replacement box. I don't really care. Condition is mint. I mean, I think they were like, uh, the black pair was like 270. I mean, the white pair was like 220. Is this Canadian uh, or US? This is Canadian. Okay. Yeah, this is Canadian. So I uh, put those on my, my watch list. I looked at Penny 2s, that Orlando colorway. I looked at the Penny foams from the Sharpie pack. I looked at Penny 3s. I'm looking at, you know, Skepta Air Max 97s. There was another pair of Skeptas um, I was looking at too. I was looking actually for um, the Air Max 90 Bacon. My wife said that's a pair that she's been, I, I can't find her size. It's almost impossible to find a 6Y. I looked up White Cement 4s 2016, found a 2012 pair, started comparing it. I'm like, the 2012 can't do it. It was Canadian. That's another thing too where it fucked me up. Canadian. So, you know, you can go through, you can um, the filter out the stuff, put your size, Canada only. Boom, I put Canada only. Why the fuck am I getting just U.S. shoes? Not realizing there isn't any listings in Canada. 
So then it goes to, brings me to the US stuff. So see, I'm learning, right? Like this is all, and this is great because I'm like, I'm getting better with it now. As the days go on, I'm starting to kind of be able to navigate it that much better. So then, yeah, I realized when I'm putting in Canadian only, it'll give me the listings for Canada. And then after that, it'll go into like international or whatever pairs. I noticed the, like the, the shipping, some of them free shipping. I noticed some of them, they have the shipping in Canada, shipping in the U.S., kind of that breakdown. Shipping wasn't too bad for most of the pairs. I think anywhere between $20 to $25 on top of uh, what the cost of the shoe was. But um, yeah, just kind of filtering out, that helped with the sizes. White cement fours, once again, I probably saved like five of them just going through each particular pair. And I'm so like particular. They had one that had a scuff on the toe. I can't do it. Not for the price that dude wanted. I was just like, I can't. I'm not spending 450 on these. And you got a nick. And it's a, it, was, it was noticeable with it. I will say, like, with the pictures and stuff, pretty detailed. Most of them, really good pictures in terms of detail and just things I'm looking for. I'm looking for, like, especially with the threes, fours, I'm looking for, like, you know, the midsole. If there's any paint shake, chipping, any cracking, any scuffs, the bottoms. You know, some people I notice they take the time to clean the damn shoe and then other people just slap it up and don't even care. So honestly, like for me, it was just the most tedious part was one kind of ironing down what I wanted because there was so much. I felt like a kid in the candy store. Like I said, my anxiety, I had super anxiety. I'm not even gonna lie to you. Like just trying to figure out, man, if I go with this, then I'm going to probably have regrets. Like, ah, I should have went with this pair. Like, so it was just, it was very nerve wracking, um, the process, but at the same time, like I said, salute to eBay Canada because it, it really allowed me to look at how this thing works. I had never used it before, so I was learning as I went. And I didn't even reach out to you guys and be like, yo, I kind of just wanted to learn. Like, I wanted to learn on my own. And obviously, if I got stuck, then I would reach out to you guys and say, hey, like, I was trying this. Keywords I found most of the time, like, whatever I punched in. So if I punched in, like, white cement four. I would even do sometimes like, cause sometimes they didn't give you the size, you know, like you can pick like what size you're looking for. I would just put that in the search engine. So I'd be like white cement four or size 10. And I noticed that some of the pairs that weren't in, if I click size 10, they weren't there. Like when I put it in the search engine. So I think that's one of the tricks too. even like with the sixes, like if I typed in like abbreviated black infrared, so not spelling the full word out, just putting BLK and then infrared six that brought me other pairs as well. Um, I used to do that with Kijiji too, where I would just kind of like just abbreviate some of the, the names and stuff. One thing I did like if I was looking up a shoe, it would give you like at the bottom, like other listings for that particular shoe that weren't necessarily in the search when I was looking them up. So that was another piece for me as well that I noticed. And yeah, I think just like overall, just getting in there, looking for them, they had really good pre-owned shoes. And I know we've spoken about this before. I know some people are like, you know, I'm rather brand new. Honestly, if I could get a pre-owned pair for a fraction of the price and it's like lightly worn, there were some pairs on there where it was like, yo, try it on, like for a photo shoot or whatever it was. And the price was right. And they're pretty much new at that point. One pair I did find, I'm on my year ones. I found the pre-owned pair for like, I think it was like 370 Canadian. That shit was gone in like two hours. <laughs> from the time that I found the listing, I put it in my uh, my watch list. And yeah, sure enough that, you know, I, I keep keep going back in, checking, seeing what's there. Boom, they're gone. I'm like, no. I go to the head <laughs> like, yeah, this thing is no longer available. It's just like, fuck. Yeah. 
So, you know, there were some pairs like, yeah, like you kind of got to jump at them when you find that right one. I know Trev, uh, not Trev, Kev, you know, we've told the story before at SneakerCon, man, kid was haggling Kev for a pair and, you know, Kev was holding firm and lady came by. Oh, that's the price. Cool. I'll take those right in front of his face. And he's kind of looking like with that look of just disappointment at Kev just gave him the, the Jordan shoulder shrug. It was like, yo, told you, man, like, with sorry, eBay, bro. I feel like a bunch of sneaker stocks. I have a certain shoe I'm looking for, and I have a price, and I every day I go back and refresh to see if it comes up. And if it ever comes yeah. up at that price, I just like, instantly, that's the price I'm buying at. Just grab it. Yeah, and yeah. I, I've, I've learned yeah. that there's some pairs you just have to jump on. Mm-hmm. Like, if you find it, because they just, they go, there was pairs I was looking, I had them. I'm like, all right, I'm going to go with these, and boom, they're gone. So I think... You know, you kind of have to just pull the trigger when you find that that particular pair. Another thing I learned too was bids, right? So I'm, there's a pair I'd find like one proper. Why can't I buy this shit? Like, why can't I buy it now? And I'm looking, and it's like bids. bids. And I'm just yeah, like, it's auction. auction. Like, yeah, well, that sometimes like, works like, in your favor, especially if the bid that's only like one or two days because people don't see it. So I know, and that, and that's what I was looking at too, kind of, kind of with that. But once again, I think. My anxiety was just getting the best of me in terms of like, I didn't want to, to try and then boom, it's gone. So I think on my own, like what, like I said, I think these tips and tricks, they helped me. So, you know, when there's pairs I'm looking for, like on my own, when I'm not doing, you know, my treasure hunt thing, um, because yeah, I'm going to be on eBay Canada. Like it's definitely opened my eyes in terms of, you know, just using the platform. I mean, like I said, the authentication is probably like the biggest piece for me because you're buying the shoe with peace of mind. You know, if there's anything wrong, anything like red flag, you know, they're going to flag that pair. So I think overall this experience for me was just great because it allowed me one to, you know, kind of get accustomed to, to the platform, because like I said, I've never used it before. So I've learned like so much, like, I think next I'm going to try the bids. I didn't try the bids with this just because I felt like I didn't want to get disappointed. There was pairs that I kind of like put on my list and then they were gone. (laughs) So I was just, I was kind of burnt, like, after that. I'm just like, I don't want to put in a bid, you know, for a pair that I really want. So I kind of just, I didn't go with the bids, but I did see them. And I noticed that because I was trying to buy pairs. And I'm like, why can't I buy this shit? And then I scroll down and it's like, oh, place a bid. And I'm just like, fuck, man. Of course, like, the cleanest pair, I got a bid on them. Like, I don't got time for that, man. So, you, you know, know, anybody knows that? me, if I, if I see something, I get it. Like, I don't, I don't even think about it. I just pull the trigger. So yeah, I think the bids that. for me, it's hard. Follow the bid. You know what, though? I, and I look at that, too. It, it probably takes a little bit more patience with that, Kali. And I think sometimes it's beneficial when it comes to me. For certain, if I want a pair, man, I don't got the patience, yo. I just want to buy the shit now. Like, I'd rather just give me a price. <laughs> it's good sometimes when you want to set a budget for yourself, right? So if you have a bid, that if, you have a, if you have an auction pair, you can set your highest bid amount. And if it goes over that, then, you know, it kind of wasn't meant to be. I mean, before the Buy It Now days started, which was, I don't know, it's been quite some time since Buy It Now was introduced. But... You know, before when it was all bidding, I can kind of set my price for a lot of the things. And then I have so many things that I have that I'm bidding on, but I'll just set a max price on a lot of different things. And then if it goes over it, then, you know, I'm not getting it right. But then there's a lot of times, like Kali said, the people aren't even watching it. And then even though your highest bid is, let's just say, you know, $200 for a pair, you know, you could win it for like 50 bucks or whatever the case is, right? Because nobody else bid on it. Nobody's um, on but it. Yeah. if it goes up to a maximum of 200 or more, then at least you know you, you're spending what you've limited yourself to or budgeted yourself to. But a lot of the times, you know, I was copying a lot of stuff 
for way less than what my highest bid amount was. So, you know, something to consider for next time. Um, no, and I think pairs, that's what I'm going right? to do. Like, definitely, uh, man. I think I'll definitely explore that because I want to be well-versed more with that because, you know, me, I'm always willing to deal in. So if I could get something for a little cheaper, I think that, you know, that's only beneficial for me. It's hard for me sometimes yeah. to cap myself on a shoe, especially if I want it. Like, I'll yeah. end up paying whatever, but I'm not going to say whatever. But you know what I mean? Like, I'll go over a little bit if I have to. Yeah. But at least with the auction or the bids, I kind of can set my amounts and kind of just stay within that. And like you said, I might be able to even get it cheaper. Yeah. So, I mean, and you can still wheel and deal, too, with make an offer. Yeah, exactly. Make an offer auction. Uh, sorry, uh, listings. Because, you know, a lot of the ones that have buy it now also have make an offer and you know i've found a lot of the times i'll just throw in something that's maybe like 40 or 60 below what they're asking and you know they're they're usually okay with it so you can kind of get some steals and deals that way too and and if they don't take it it's kind of like you know no big deal then you can just buy it for whatever they're listing it for but you know sometimes it doesn't doesn't hurt to take a shot at it you know that's why they have it there right make an offer like they've have their asking price and then they've still put that option in too so they kind of want you to you know kind of throw something out there throw something out there exactly right because you yeah. never know how long it's going to sell for i mean nah, it's going to sit there for right and i was looking at that too like the length of times that you know some of the the listings were there the notifications were good too like when people were they were kind of knocking some money off one oh, of the yeah. pairs yeah one off, of the pairs like, like they'll send us they'll send you offer right like, yeah they'll send me like no oh like 10 percent off like for the shoe which is like dope just seeing that too because i think you're more inclined too if you get you know they knock off a percentage um that i think it's kind of a way to entice people to kind of jump on that pair so for me i guess <laughs> through all of the bullshit and all of the pairs that i was literally like fucking like a fine tooth comb man i was terrible like i was literally like examining <laughs> everything i'm telling yo i haven't looked at i'm so tired of looking at black cement threes um <laughs> And that's actually one of the shoes that I went with. That was I ended up finding a really good pair. They're out there in price too, man. Like they're close to four hundred, which is crazy. Because I think when they dropped, this is the twenty eighteen pair, the Nike Air on the back. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna shout out the homie Kanaski. My CDP pair is um I need I need a soul swap, so I've been kind of hurting for that black cement. Shout out to James B. Will. I ended up selling him my good pair. I want it back. Actually, I don't need it back now. I don't need it back now because I got a I got a 2018 pair, but that was kind of at the top of my list in terms of like one of the pairs that I definitely wanted to grab was the Black Cement Three. I just feel like that's a pair that's just necessary for any collector. It's kind of one of those pairs like you should have that. I in agree. The, um, I agree. You cannot even if it's not. I don't even care if it's not wearable. Like you just need you need to show me that shit. Like yeah. Like motherfuckers from New York, you need to have a pair of six-inch fucking Tims in your collection. You got to, you got to. So it's a what do they call um, like a rite of passage almost? Yeah, like, you know? it's like 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 you have to. I mean, it's such an iconic pair. I feel like you should have that in your collection. So it's a pair I needed it back. And like I said, I'm just tired of looking at them. I'm not even gonna lie to you. I looked at so many of them. Here's the funny thing: the two listings. You know what it came down to? What made me pick it? And this is to show you how fucking OCD-ish I am. I'm looking at the pictures and the heel, the Nike Air. There were some cracks in the one. So that's why I went with the other one. There's literally two little cracks in the Nike Air. There's one in, on the check. 20, 2018 pair? Oh, because yeah. it was pre-owned. It was pre-owned. Pre-owned. Yeah, it was pre-owned. Yeah, 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 so yeah. that, that could have came from anything. So I was yeah. look, I'm looking. Cause I was going to go with that one. I'm looking. I'm like, hold up. Nah. I was like, zoomed in. Oh, crack on the one. Crack on the other one. I was like, let me look at this list now. Oh, shit, it's clean. I'm going with you. Yeah. So that was literally the, the five decide. That's just, that goes to show you 
how much I was looking at that shoe, how detailed <laughs> it was. It was just crazy. But the pictures, I will say, overall, most of the listings I looked at had tons of pictures. Um, you have the option of asking for more. Obviously, you can kind of get some more pictures if you need them. I didn't have to because a lot of the listings yeah. that I looked at, they had them. They were pretty detailed. Did they? Did, that, um, sorry, sorry to interrupt. Yeah. Did they mention that flaw that like, you you said one of them had like a little crack in the page or whatever it was? No, they no. didn't mention that in the flaw. Uh, sorry, no, and I the read flaw? the yeah, I read the description, and maybe it's maybe it's just me. Like I just noticed it. There were some listings where they would like in the description they would kind of say what the flaw was if there was any. So I, I found it wasn't lacking information. A lot of the information was there. The pictures are really good. You know, a lot of the shots that you would probably ask someone for, like, you know, medial side, the outside of the shoe, the heel, the bottoms. You know, I'm there. I'm looking even at the stars on the toe. Even that pair that had a little cracks, so it was missing a little bit more stars than another one. So that was another deciding fact. It was, you know, shit like that. Like, those are the things I'm looking for. And this is what I say with people, like, with pre-owned stuff. I'm like, you can find really good pairs, man, that are, like, lightly worn. And I was really happy with the pair of uh, black cement threes I was able to find. I have no issues with pure own stuff. Like I said, it, there's tons out there that you can get that are in really good condition. Yeah, this one came OG box. Nike Air is still intact on the insoles. Pictures are very detailed. You know, I was able to see the bottom. Bottoms are clean. Stars were there. Just clean overall. So that was kind of the deciding factor between those two listings. Those little cracks on that Nike Air on that one was kind of what turned me off and kind of sent me with the other one. Yeah. So, Did, and and sorry, these um the the sellers that you ended up buying them from, they were uh, U.S. sellers. They were U.S. Yeah, they were U.S. I looked, like I said, with the filters, went to Canada first, obviously. Not much, and the ones I did find, just the quality of them, like the condition for me, it wasn't something I was gonna buy. Like if if I had to go U.S., then I was like, you know what? If I can find something out there that's clean, mm-hmm. then I'll go with that. So, and we have yeah, the luxury. We have the luxury of sending it to to Juan, which is nice. the homie Juan, man. The homie Juan, who's always <laughs> in it. So, and and then I think that's um, you know, I don't think you should limit yourself to just Canada, like you said. Like if you're really looking for something, you know, it's nice that we can send it to Juan, and we, you know, we we have the opportunity to sort of, you know, get him to send us stuff after he's received it. But with eBay, it's great because they'll tell you what the shipping is to. Canada, right? If they're sending it from the U.S. to Canada, and then they also include, you know, the the taxes and duties upfront in the prices too. So you can see everything right there, which is nice, right? Like you're not hit with anything afterwards, or you know, you're excited about a pair, and like you were saying, you've looked at so many different BC3s. You took you so long to decide on a certain pair, and then let's say they didn't have that information, then you click it, you're about to buy it, and then all of a sudden you come up to this checkout screen and all these taxes, like this extra shipping, all this stuff would pop yeah. up. Then you're like, okay, fuck, now I'm back to the drawing board because you weren't aware of that when you were looking at the listing. And if it came up afterwards, then it would kind of deter me at least, like, oh, after the fact, right? 100%. And I love that they have that, like, even kind of the conversion, right? They have any U.S. Canadian dollars. Yep. So you can see that. You can see what the shipping is for both, which is good as well. Because like you said, you kind of, you know, what you see is what you get. There's no surprises mm-hmm. when you're ready to check out. Everything is kind of detailed there. So especially if you have a budget, you kind of know what you can play around with in terms of like the shipping and tax and all that stuff. So I thought that was neat as well, but yeah, definitely happy with that purchase. As I said, the, the BC threes, I think is just a, a shoe that you should have in the collection. The second shoe signs, I guess I'm, I made to work. I made it work. So I, and this is another pair to looking for, for some time. This is the one I had at the forefront. Like as soon as, you know, I knew my time was coming up. This is a pair that I was like, I'm going to take this opportunity to, to grab it. Haven't seen much in Canada. So I ended up getting uh, the second pair is that Skepta 97. 
97 Ultra, I think it was. Um, it's not like the regular 97. It was like that yeah, yeah. lightweight it's, kind of. Yeah, like it's almost like a seamless, like yeah, whatever you call it, like almost like a hyperfuse or whatever you want to call mm-hmm. it. Right? That type of light material. But um, yeah. the color where they, they took that color from that pair. What's that pair you had, Kev? That Kanaski did the. Uh, it was a celery. The air, celery, the tuned, yeah, the tuned air. So that's. Yeah, I love that. 90s. I love that color, like that sort of that look. That Whatever. color it's like, is something so, like an iridescent. So beautiful, so beautiful, man. And the Skepta ninety seven too. I remember when they came out here, I, and I wanted them when they dropped, and I, I couldn't find them. I couldn't get them, and prices are pretty decent on them. With eBay, I looked up. There wasn't much. There was not a lot. I will say that, and the price points were. I seen some for 350, 400. I didn't see a lot. Not a lot of size tens. I think maybe a handful. A lot of nines, eight and a halves. Mm-hmm. So this one, actually, that one I got out of the way fairly quick. And I think because there wasn't that many. So there wasn't a lot to choose from. Right. And then the price point, obviously. The pair that I went with was reasonably priced. I think it was like 220. And then the guy ended up sending me a notification. He knocked off like 10% off of it yeah, so it went down yeah it went down a little bit but super and the, clean sorry that pair came out uh in what 2017 i want to say i want to like say that? 2017 yeah around there yeah, that's when like the 97 was the silver bullets the gold pair all of them shits dropped that's when it yeah because it's an anniversary yeah. right so yeah it came out in 97 right? were... yeah that was like a 20 yeah like a 20 this... or sorry 30 year anniversary I think the silver yeah. bullets came out in 15 and then they brought them back again in 16, 17 or something like that. Cause if you look yeah. on a lot of platforms, the years, there's like a 15 year or something like that, or a 16 year. And then there's a 16, 17 year or something like that. Mm-hmm. So it should have been around yeah. that ballpark, Rich. Yeah. They came around, came out around that time. But I remember when they dropped, that was a pair I want. Yeah. Shout out to Skepta. Love his music as well. So that tie for me was just, I needed them and I wasn't able to get them. So that was one going into this I knew I wanted. Like, I was like, I got to get that pair. So, yeah, super clean. A lot of detailed pictures. OG box. Once again, you have the the pictures at the bottom. A little creasing around the toe, but I think because of the material, you're going to get a little of that. So that didn't bother me as much. Um, And I'm going to wear the shoe. So I was like, I really don't care. At the end of the day, I'm probably going to crease them up even more. But I'm super excited to get that pair. And yeah, I think that one was a little bit more easier just because there wasn't a lot of them, one in my size, and then two, price point wise, a lot of them were were pretty expensive. So that one was fairly easy. But overall, yeah, I think the process was, it was nice because for me, it was a learning curve. I was able to learn a lot. And I think still, like there's still other things about, you know, the platform and using it that I'll still be able to improve on. But this experience definitely threw me into the water and was like, yo, figure it out. So it was nice. I learned better that way, just kind of just going and doing it and just, you know, playing around with, you know, in itself. And it's just cool to see all the options. Um, I think now I'm going to try the auction, the bids. I think that's one, like you said, Kev, I think it's nice because yeah, if you got a a budget, you can kind of stick within that and, you know, sometimes hit some deals. So Mm -hmm. overall, yeah, man, great experience. Definitely like sneaker overload. For sure. There's just so much. I was looking at penny half cents, zoom rookies, fuck you name it, man. I was yeah. I was looking up everything I could possibly think of. Like I was going back. <laughs> like, 
it's endless, right? The and like you said, like they'll yeah. they'll bring up other stuff, you know, because you view this, you know, they'll send you other suggestions, and it's it's almost like yeah, it's like you know when you go on YouTube and then they send you some other you know video suggestions, you can kind of just go down this rabbit hole, rabbit hole. And I remember like, you know, the, I mean, not remember, but like it happens so often where I'll be looking for something on eBay, and next thing you know, it's like five hours have passed and I've just been browsing at like different things and, you know, like different sneakers. And then, you know, like, Oh, maybe I'll just look to this. And you're just like, man, what the fuck have I been doing? Just like adding stuff to my watch list. And then, you know, just crazy how much stuff is on there. And then just limiting my searches, like, you know, changing things around, filtering out for different things. Like, you know, the possibilities are endless. And especially with pre-owned stuff too. Like there's so much stuff out there because you have the you know the opportunity now to get stuff that's used as opposed to just looking at new stuff like the used stuff list you know just almost doubles crazy it's crazy man just so much stuff it was like like i said man i'd be lying if i said it wasn't like nerve-wracking and i think because there's just so many pairs and i do not mind pre-owned stuff so for me it was like heaven in terms of sneakers and i think that's why it was so hard to narrow it down because I was very close to going with a pair of penny half cents and a pair of penny phones, you know, and it, it just boiled down to, to, to for, for me with those just comfortability, right? I was like, Rich, this is not like 25 year old, 20 year old Rich, like your feet ain't the same, your feet ain't the same anymore. <laughs> you know what I mean? But there was just so much, man. Like I had a headache. Like I would be on there for hours, just like, just literally just looking and scanning and looking and looking. It was like, what am I going to do, man? And I get like that too, because when I went into it, I'm like black cement threes. I'm like skept the 97s. That's what I said from the jump. I said from the gate. And of course, like once you start searching, that almost gets put to the back burner. The runner up too was that, that infrared pack. Cause I'm just like, yo, I can get both pairs under 500. Like this is crazy. And they're mint, like mint. Those are good prices, man. That the guy was amazing. Like, amazing, man. Like, the price is like, you can't even go wrong. Like, it's just crazy, you know? So for everybody out there, eBay Canada, and we're not just tooting their horn or tooting their horn. The shit is like, it's like heaven. Like for anyone who loves pre-owned stuff, you cannot go wrong when it comes to this. Like I was like a kid in the candy store. Like I'm not even shitting you. There was just so much, man. So much. I think so. the great thing about pre-owned too is that, you know, price is somewhat subjective, right? Because... You know, there's so many different factors that play into why a person's selling what they're selling. So, you know, if you think back to, you know, we had Aaron Denham Hearts on the episode and he said he went to the flea market and the lady had a bunch of SBs. She didn't know what she had. She sold them for 25 bucks each. It's like there's a market value for stuff that's brand new. And if you look for it, whatever, but pre-owned, it's like, you know, a seller could be selling something because he doesn't know what he has. He's selling it because he needs money quickly. He's selling it because, you know, whatever the case is, there's infinite number of reasons why somebody could be selling something. So prices are kind of like they're everywhere, right? Like you just kind of have to search for that. And that's why I love this segment. You know, we call it treasure hunt because that's really what it is. You're, you're kind of hunting and, you have a buyer that needs to connect with that seller too. So somebody may be willing to buy a pre-owned pair. Like you said, there was a guy who was selling something for, you know, a stupid price. And you're like, no, I'm not paying that price. But there's probably somebody out there that may pay that price. You know, so you're, as a buyer, you're looking to sell, you know, you're looking to buy something at a certain price. There's probably a seller out there somewhere. You just got to hunt for them, right? You got to hunt for that listing. You got to hunt for that. You got to look. Whatever. And you got to 
you know, find the condition that you like, you know, it's, it's almost like, you know, just making sure you tick off all the boxes, but you as a buyer have certain boxes that you're trying to take off and a seller also has boxes that they're trying to take off too. So I think that's why I love eBay so much too, is that, you know, you have that opportunity to kind of find those prices, you know, what you're looking for. And, you know, with the, the search uh, options too, like you said, Rich, you can filter stuff out. You can even put, you know, price parameters if you wanted to, right? Like if yes. I want to buy something that's, you know, looking for something that maybe a Blacksmith 3 bets, you know, you can set the lowest price too. Like I don't want anything that's less than 200 because anything that's less than 200 usually is some like crazy beater pair or, you know, like could be a fake. Like, I don't know, for some reason, Kali may know a little bit more about this, but there's, I've seen people list fake pairs and they say they're, um, you know, what's the, what's the people term? list as props or fake or like custom, like, but they're legally not supposed to. Like eBay will cancel that whole transaction or take it down, but some will get through. Some people will buy it that way. It's yeah. because at the end of the day, if someone gets it, they can just claim it's fake and then to get a charge back. Like it, it's complicated that way. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, the, the point is that like you can set so many different parameters for your search and then like, yeah, like the watch list, like you said, Rich, I, I know there's been times where I've just added so many things to my watch list. I just got tons of stuff and, if you go to the my ebay and you go to your watch list like yeah there's there's an active and there's a there's ended Indeed. there's two different there's two different sections so <laughs> if you have so many things it's hard to keep track and and there's two different tabs right so when you when you're looking at it, you're like shit where did that go but then you didn't realize that it ended because maybe somebody already bought it or the time um had already um you know expired on their listing they didn't renew that listing yet if it hasn't been sold yet so yeah, cause I'm I'm looking. Holy shit! I'm I'm just gonna read some of y'all guys off like my ended stuff just to give you like some context. Like I ended up finding two off-white Jordan two lows, the white pair, mm. which I was like, "Yo, get this amount knocked off. That's not bad in terms of what I got to pay the difference." Those ended 2008 Penny Twos, the the white varsity Nike, the uh, Royal Foams. I found a pair of used Amamir Twos, Black Toe Ones from 2013. Rookie of the Year ones, the Celtic Jordan ones from the DMP pack, 2009, Sharpie Foams, the Amama Year ones, which I'm still hurting. Look at 354 Canadian, that wow. used pair was. Good price. 2012 uh, White Cement Fours. Uh, and that one was actually in Canada. And it was uh, 325 actually. Price was great. Condition oh, wow. was great. Condition was amazing. The only thing is that pair does not hold up to a 2016. The 2016 just looks, I, I was very close. Like It's a color. That it's a color. The, the color? The gray, the gray, the color of the gray. I couldn't do it. Like when I compared the two, I was like, it doesn't even, I'm settling if I go with that 2012 pair. But I'm like, Canada, my size, 320. Like that's a really good price. And they were in really good condition. But just the comparables, Kev, uh, Trev, sorry, Cool Gray Nines. Found a couple, those ended. That was actually another one too that was on my top. Cool Grade Nines and they both ended. The two, I fucking looked through tons of those actually too. And the two that I found that were the best, they ended. So unfortunate, man. But yeah, those are some of the pairs like I was looking at, man. Like it just... Well, the other thing too is that you can sort the watch list too. So I remember you were saying, you know, you would put something in the watch list and all of a sudden you're like, where the hell is it, right? Like you can sort by, you know, the the ending the soonest, price the highest, price the lowest, you know, like all that stuff too. So those are things to keep in mind, like just keeping yourself organized. But sorry, Trevor, I cut you off there. No, no, no. Well, I I think that's the thing with the, like the whole process of going through this is the treasure hunt. Like I, 
I literally, what I did is, because I, I had the same issue as you were, like, and I led this off. So I, w- I was the, like, I started this whole thing. So it was like, I, I couldn't you know, do it. Like, I couldn't do it. <laughs> for me, it was like, when we discussed starting this segment, I was like, okay, the one pair that I really want is the LeBron 8 South Beaches. I haven't pulled the trigger yet. Like, that's the one shoe that's kind of been, I don't want to say like hovering over me, but it's something that I've wanted to circle back on. And like, we've talked about this. We don't have a lot of shoes that we do that. And <laughs> As everyone knows, or if anyone was listening at the beginning of this year, I went off on buying Air Maxes. So like three or four of those pairs that I would have like, that would have been good treasure hunt pairs, I'd already picked up. So yeah, like for me, it was literally just like, I was going through like lists. Like I was like, show me every Jordan (laughs) three. Like literally it was to that point. Show me every Jordan nine, right? It was just like, cause you forget about these pairs, right? Like she talked about the cool gray nines i was looking at cool gray nines too i think the hardest thing for me with that pair is they're either really really clean or they're not there's no in between with that there's no between with those there's no between it's a real tough like if they're in a good price point they're probably not in a great condition and that's my biggest irk with that shoe to buy it now but like that was a shoe i was looking at i think i had georgetown threes over in there <laughs> I, I you talked about some of the other pairs that were in there that was definitely in there in our watch list uh the oregon threes um what else did i have like i ha- i found a pair of citrus nines but it was all these things where it was like oh i really like that pair oh i really like that pair and it was like you really had to go through everything like and it was a process because it was the same thing for with me when we started it it took me a week before i just actually i think it was more like 10 days before and it was the same thing as you rich it was like every night it was like scroll 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 like let's just keep going let's see what's there like if i search basketball shoe or air max 90 size 12 like what comes up like just trying to find something that you were looking for like it, it's it's not easy like it's it's not easy to just get you it's not, man. It was, it was, man. It was nerve-wracking. I'm not going to lie to you. It was nerve-wracking. I felt at peace when I was like, click. All right, yeah. we'll go with these two. It was like a huge weight was lifted off my shoulders because you just yeah. made, you made a decision. Like, I was like, I need to make a fucking decision. So I just did it. And I was happy with it. Like, that I will say. And it's funny because the pairs I got were literally the two pairs that were at the forefront when I started this. Like those are the two, and I do that shit all the time. I'll have some my mind made up already, and I'll go against that. And I ended up going exactly with what the fuck I started with. So that was kind of like the frustrating piece because it was like my mind was already made up. But I think the idea of just everything, like you could literally go through every pair yeah. that you wanted to but secure. You want to see what's out there, right? Like you want to see what's definitely, out there, right? and that was great because it allowed me to see what's out there. And I think, you know, going forward and using it, I'm more up to, you know what I mean? Like it gave me an opportunity to kind of go out there, try the search engines, try different words, try different things to kind of, you know, filter out, you know, certain pairs. So I'm definitely, I definitely love the experience and I'm glad that I did that, even though I circled back to the two main pairs that I already had in mind, but it just allowed me to kind of just go down that rabbit, that rabbit hole and just, see everything you're the king of kijiji and we know we've known that uh, about you for for years and years now right and it's different when you're looking to local sellers because you're kind of limiting yourself to what's around your area right like you were in mississauga at the time you're looking pretty much in mississauga maybe you'll venture out a little bit you know a little bit more east a little bit more, more west a couple of gta but you're literally just staying within 
you know, your driving parameters, right? Like whatever is close to you. But now when you have Canada and they're shipping it to you and you're paying for that shipping, you open up your options so much more now. Like not just Canada, it could be worldwide. You know, well, you almost you broaden just, your horizons, right? Like you absolutely. said, I think with Kijiji, it's like a lot of the pairs that I found, like gems, it's just by luck. Like it's by fluke. Yeah. Like you, I would, you would literally have to be on there every day. If there was like a particular pair you were looking for. Yeah. Like yeah. it was almost like the luck of the draw for that pair where, and I think that's where with eBay, it was so overwhelming because it was like, literally there's every, any pair I could think of, it's there. You just now it's it. a matter of the condition, the price. Now, you know what I mean? Now all those other things play into yeah. it. It's just so many layers. And I think that's what was overwhelming about it is because I could literally, any pair I thought of, I could find it. Yeah. It's there. You know, my size. Not even like, you know, I got to go up a half size or go down half. No, my size. Yeah. Forget Nike by you. It's eBay by you. You want a shoe? <laughs> it's on eBay. I like that. No, it's it's very true. And I think that's what made the process that much more interesting because it was literally right at your fingertips. Your size, what you want. And now it's just like, all right, now I need to see like condition. Cause now there's maybe 20 pairs of that same shoe in my size, which one's in the best condition. Right. And you're looking at like flaw for flaw and just picking the penny two that Orlando colorway, the, the black, I found one, one was like 400 mint. Then I found another one, like 250, you know, the new buck is chipping penny logo. Uh, it's like the reflective, it's like cracking, you know what I mean? So it's like, those little things like you're seeing and it's just fuck it's crazy it's crazy man and the shoes just at the same time it's beautiful what the fuck happened to those (laughs) shoes oh yeah there's been there's just general wear right because you gotta you gotta yeah bro i've looked at some sb dunk clothes and looks like a fucking dump truck ran over them (laughs) (laughs) that's if they're new ones though right like when you go to the oldest stuff like that orlando penny two is from 08 right so that pair for going for 400 you know, you look at that shoe, it's what, 14 years old mm-hmm. and mint, like mint. I mean, and then you have another one, actually right? not that much over retail. <laughs> no, that's it's the price point was was good. Like it was amazing. But then once again, right, it comes into like I factor in. Am I going to wear that? Like those things come into play. Then the age, right? How much longer am I going to get out of that shoe? Maybe a year or two. Like it's almost not worth it at that, mm-hmm. you know, that price. But yeah, it's just, you know, great experience. I definitely learned a lot. And I think just using it even more I, after I got those pair, <laughs> I hit Kev up and like, yo, Kev, yeah, I just uh I scoop a I scoop a pair and I'm sending it to your house, you know, because <laughs> gotta hide that from the white hide, gotta hide that from the white. The sneaker, like, the know, sneaker trap pair, is open. The sneaker trap is open, bro. <laughs> you know, pair I was looking for, yo, it was like uh, I think it was like 40% off, like the 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 retail price. So yeah. Pull the trigger. Like, you know what I mean? Like, just shit like that. Like, it was just by, you know, stumbling upon that. And, you know, I didn't even think about it. It's like, okay, cool. Kev, something's coming. So just look out for me. But no, like, I think, you know, this is, it's broadened my horizons. Let's say that, right? Because Kijiji is almost obsolete. Like, I'll tell you right now, like, I couldn't tell you last time I went under. (laughs) (laughs) Well, see, the thing is that, like, Travis mentioning about the process and everything, like, it's almost just, you know, familiarizing yourself with it. Once you get practice with it, you, you know, you you realize what the options are. You get some time to fiddle around with it. Then it becomes second nature after, you know, what you're kind of looking for. So, and you know how to use it. You know what, you know, the difference between the, the active and the ended 
uh, watch lists and you know how to navigate it right so <laughs> at, at the beginning you just kind of like man this is just so foreign to me but you know really when when you've got time and you've and you're browsing you're searching you kind of just start realizing like these little things right you'll you'll notice them which is great 100%. but no great experience man yeah man so, well, that's awesome it's it, yeah. you know it's, it's tough to convert people like rich too because you know he always says he's he's like a like an old dog that can't teach new tricks to or whatever mm-hmm. but you know i think you did pretty good on this one man like i'm i'm, I'm proud of you rich thanks man it was <laughs> it was a process but i feel good like I, I i really feel good just in terms of my purchases and you know like i said just going through the process and yeah. you know there's a lot that goes into it, especially when you're making that decision Rich is, like, Rich is an older older uh, sneaker guy. Like, I mean, even though he bought a 2018 pair, it's because he's looking for that that Jordan 3 that, you know, he's always been going after those older Jordan 3s. And it's like, uh, you know. Invite James over for the barbecue in summer and swap them out. <laughs> <laughs> tell him it's a it's black cement three party. No, he'll have no idea. Like, great. What, are these mine? <laughs> they look different. What? <laughs> Uh, he walks yeah, out no, of the airbag just like explodes <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah no that's awesome that uh because you know rich yeah you, you definitely like you know you like to look for the older stuff so now that you've seen what ebay is capable of in terms of finding older stuff you know you know where you can look to to find uh, those gems i'm sold i'm sold man yeah um, crazy but yeah i mean uh the last episode uh, the last treasure hunt episode that we did we introduced a like a pro tip or you know some some uh, some handy advice. Does anyone have anything that they want to share in terms of like a, a pro tip or? I'm gonna say abbreviations. Those do work, and it'll get you other shoes that I didn't find when I was spelling the shoe out. Yeah. Use abbreviations. That's a good one um, too. And then you know what? Another thing too. If now that you're speaking about searches, is um, you can also put in the SKU number into the the search too. So like. You know, when they have the, um, not the SKU number, but you know, like how every shoe's got like a style code or something. I mean, oh, Trevor no, yeah. probably know better from Foot Locker. Yeah. It's the SKU, it's the SKU number. Is it the SKU number? It's the yeah. SKU. There's a, there's a mm-hmm. SKU and there's style code, SKU style number. Code. I think a yeah. style code is a better way to put it because there's a SKU number that each store will give it. Like yeah, a style so like SKU code is usually going to be under a barcode or your RFID or any of that. And then the style number will be like the individual product number itself. Just yeah, I think, it's a pro- I think product number is a better a better term for it because like it I'll talk to like you know to Nike. I don't know what it is for Adidas or Reebok or any of the other brands, but like you know Nike's got like a a number that I think it's like a five or six digit number to to start off, and then you know dash, like hyphen zero, dash three and numbers. three digits. Dash, right? yeah. That number is the one that I'm talking about. So you put that, that in is there. very similar to because one is the product number, one is a color code. It's very similar to Adidas and the same thing as Under Armour. Yeah, exactly. So if you put that in, that'll also pull up all of that shoe too. If you're looking for, you know, Trev was talking about a South Beach, right? Like, and you knew he wanted that one. If you put that number in, it'll just pull up all of them as well. So that's something else to sort of maybe to keep in mind. But I know maybe kind of basic and, and a lot of people may know this already, but, you know, to the, the new guys out there like Rich, saved searches is another thing too. So I know you were looking specifically for Blacksmith 3s in your size, you know, for a certain price. If you save that search every day, you don't have to put in those filters again. You can just save that search. And then when you go in the next day or whatever you want to browse, you just pull up that search again and boom, that those same parameters will come in again. And um, you know, that's what I did. Yeah. yeah. A lot of times my searches were saved. So it just saved you time too when you're 
Because I was yeah. literally just recycling like every fucking day. I'm like blacksmith threes, blacksmith threes. Another thing you can do is uh, you'll have a great time. Call customer support as long as you're not like doing a dispute against your item that you sold or you bought or anything. You're gonna have a good time because they're very friendly most of the time. Um, usually it's overseas. You know, good customer support, and sometimes we'll give out coupons. So yeah, never be scared to phone the customer support or ask questions or. Colin just wants to chat Coupons. with somebody's. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, but no, I've also had a really good experience with customer service uh, on eBay. So, yeah, if you ever have an issue with anything, I always find, like Colin said, uh, it, just give them a call because, you know, instead of sending a message or an email or whatever, just call them and they can fix the problem for you right yeah. on the spot. But yeah, no, I've had good experience with customer service. So if you do have any issues with shipping or, you know, disputing something or whatever, always try to call the customer service uh, line because they're usually able to help you. And you know, you're talking to a human being and they can fix it for you right on the spot. So another thing to consider, but yeah, no, that's awesome. Rich man. Great. Glad you got your pairs and you're able to find them. And you didn't, uh, I don't know what I'm trying to say. I'm just trying to basically say like you did well, (laughs) you welcome to the future is what I'm saying. No, for sure. I think it's, yeah, it's, it's great, man. Like I said, it was a great experience at nerve wracking, but at the same time, it, like I said, it broadens your horizons, man. I think sometimes we have to grow, we have to evolve. I never thought, like, yeah, eBay, I was just like, ah, you know, but now just seeing everything that they have, and it's crazy. Like I said, it's it's literally like a kid in the candy store. So, yeah, Kijiji, man, um, it was a great uh, love affair, but I got a new woman. He's moving on, man. He's just cutting ties. I'm moving on, man. Kijiji's done for me. It's a wrap. I'm good. He's retiring. Um, it's too much work. It is, actually. It's a lot of work. <laughs> it is. It's a lot of work, man. I got to deal with the, the bullshit that comes with that. You know, at least if I got a pair, I see it, I buy it, it gets shipped to my house. I don't got to leave. So the comfort of my Not going to get shanked so, or shot. Can't beat that. <laughs> yeah. And I'm it gets good. authenticated yeah. too. Bro. Well, it's real kick to the nuts when it doesn't pass. <laughs> so there's that. Yo, it happens though. I'd rather it not pass. Yeah. Then, then get a fake pair. Fake. <laughs> so. I take it. Fake or not as described. Yes. Or exactly as yes. described. Let's put that disclaimer in there. It's not only fake, but if it don't match what you you saying it is, then dope, nice. dope. Yeah, man. Thank you, eBay. Thank you. Yeah, glad you got those pairs, Rich. I know you've been. I know you've been talking about that Skepta ninety seven for yeah. a long time, yeah. long, yes. long time. Just in time for summer too. <laughs> ah, I can't wait, man. I can't wait. <laughs> we can match. You wear ninety sevens. I'll wear my tailwinds. Be a great day. Step oh. <laughs> to outing. Let's go. There you go. Okay, so we're gonna do something a little bit different to wrap up the episode. So obviously, you guys have heard us do this or that. We're gonna do kind of more like a round. T- what, what are we gonna call it? it? Was a round table or or fire? Round. Sorry, fire fire round, right? Yeah, we'll call it that. So instead of like a yes or no, this or that kind of question, it'll be more like a discussion piece question for us. So. I believe Rich said he had one that he can start up the off fire round segment with. Yeah, kick it off, Rich. I did, I did, I did. So my discussion piece is, can you fall out of love with the shoe? And I'll expound on that. The way I put it is, you know, there's a lot of shoes that are releasing, you know, this day and age, you know, uh, collabs. And I use example as kind of like the age look. The Nigel one for me, so I'll I'll speak to myself. So um, I said to the fellas, the Nigel one, I love the shoe for what it is, but I just fell out of love with it in terms of 
the look. I feel like I've kind of outgrown that vintage look like that shoe conveys like you know it it's already scuffed up it's it's aged and for me i love this shoe for what it is don't get me wrong but i just fell out of love with it so i don't know if there's like pairs that you've had in your collection that and it could be for the time right it could be at that time this is kind of what the trend was or this is what was going on and now you know now maybe a few years later you're kind of looking at that pair like you know is this still me you know could i still wear this and that's kind of where I was at with the Nigel. Love the shoe. Don't get me wrong. Love it. Love the concept. Love what it stands for. But I just almost felt like, yeah, I felt kind of out of love with that look. So I ended up letting that pair go. And I just thought it'd be a nice discussion piece as you get. Not just you guys take, but, you know, when this pod releases, just hearing some feedback from everybody else, too. Like, are there pairs that you copped at a time? And then, you know, maybe a few years later, it's not you anymore, you know? So, and I... To me, I think that happens with some people um, in conversations that I've had. And, you know, you maybe you just outgrow the shoe or it's kind of not your look anymore. So just want to get your guys' thoughts on that. I think 100% you can. I think I've talked about it specifically. Like I'm trying to move off of like 20 to 30 pairs this year, right? For me, even with when we had, um, uh, who do we have on? We had on a couple of weeks ago. It was the same, like we had this conversation. Like for me, I had such easy access to everything and I had it at such a cheap price. Colin probably to some extent had the same thing too. Oh, a Um, lot of just random extra stuff that I bought is. Yeah. And like we paid nothing for it. So kind of what we discussed, like, you know, I think Kevin mentioned this, you know, for that price, you can try things. And to some extent that was good because I could try things and I could see what I liked and what I didn't like. But now I'm kind of like, I'm looking at like, I have probably like 20 pairs of basketball shoes behind me. I might keep 10. I have all sorts of KDs and Kyries and LeBrons. And I'm like, I don't like a lot of this stuff. Like I'm just, I'm willing to part with most of it. I can think of like when the Reebok, the answer fours came out. I was like, oh my God, I remember this when I was a kid. This is such a crazy shoe with the zipper. This is crazy. Never wore the bloody things. Right. And I, I actually just gave some of them the rich to sell to, to a buddy of his. Yes, um, did. Literally, I gave him the box and one of them had like a thick layer of dust on the top of it. You know, Kev, like, this guy gives me the boxes, Kev. And they're like, you know, you like you kind of like wipe the yeah, box you with your finger out of dust that was on this shit. I'm like, where the fuck? Like, when was the last time you opened these? <laughs> Bro, the guy doesn't brush possible. his teeth. Do you think he's going to dust boxes? <laughs> no, but it, it, it gives you some context, right? For a box to have that much dust on it, when was the last time you touched them? <laughs> that's, yeah. that's exactly the point. For me, when I got the shoe, and specifically, I gave you the Iverson for the black pair, and there was a, a blue, white. The blue. Red. I didn't even know you had the blue. Let's put it that way. I didn't even know. <laughs> you know, like... When it came out, I was like, oh, my God, this is so sick. Look at the blue. It's so vibrant. It's like a Blue Jay blue, too. I don't wear this all the time. Never wore the thing, right? And it's like, <laughs> and I can, and again, it's it's that growth aspect of, uh, for me at least, specifically, yeah, you can 100% grow out of love with a shoe because there were shoes that at the time it was like, oh, if I remembered any, like, if I remember this shoe from my childhood, I needed that shoe. Another good example is the Hirachi 2K4. I needed that mm, shoe. I needed that yeah. shoe because I remembered it from when I was a kid. I don't really wear them anymore, right? Like I'm consider honestly, I'm considering. That's just, like a collector's piece, if anything. I agree, and I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to throw the box out and throw them in my basketball bag, like just so I can wear them. Like that way, I can still get some use I just out of like them. Like a front loader display box or something, and just keep it there. I'll that's just more, it's my more like a, 
sports yeah. history type piece, right? I'll wear, I'll wear it. Like I'll just wear it, like wear it on the court to do dodgeball, whatever basketball every, you know, once a year, if I play and, you know, hurt myself doing that, but like, you know, a hundred percent. Yes. You can fall out of love with a shoot. No questions about it. And I think what you said too, Trev, to touch upon that is a great example was the Nike basketball. Look at that time where like LeBron's, you know, Katie's, the Kobe's, Kyrie's, Kobe's. Kyrie's, like these are the fucking pairs. Like we were wearing like, Yo, like Jordan's kind of almost like took a backseat. Like we were still rocking J's, but it's like the Nike basketball, like it just took over. Like we're all wearing ball shoes, like trying. And I look yeah. back now and I'm like, a lot of them things you couldn't even wear. They look like basketball shoes. Like we were trying so hard, like to wear those like, casually. And that's a great example because, yeah, like you look at Nike basketball now. And, and I don't know if that's because it evolved, it changed too much where we just couldn't really wear a lot of those shoes off court. Oh, that's but a I different feel the same era way too. I fashion, feel like though. even with those. Boy. Yeah, but see that, but that's what I mean though, Kali. That's why like the quite I posed the question, like, can you outgrow it? Because you know, for a time, this is what it was. And then you know, years pass mm-hmm. now and it's like that kind of yeah. changes, like that shifts. So definitely because so, you um, have some people who still fuck with the Nike basketball though. That's what I mean. Like you still have people that, regardless of the, the shift. They still kind of mess they still with still love it. Yeah, also, definitely yeah. you as a person can outgrow things because like for me, over the age of 30, I'm not wearing basketball shoes all the time. If I'm doing some like going to the gym or athletic, I might wear a basketball shoe. But I'm gonna switch it up a bit. So like for a good example, I love LeBron's. Now I'm trying to get rid of all of them. I don't really want a single pair anymore. I used to and really you, like Kali, you were like you were on LeBron like heavy. I remember you I were know. popping like I was hoping he would be number LeBron. one of all time. Like I wanted to see him do oh, great, no, but he's just is he's close. He's close, but he's just not gonna do it. By the way, with the dude and Colin in the shirt, like LeBron's a bitch. That's the best. We might have we might ever. have to because you made that statement in this pot, we may have to put that on when we released it, Trev. <laughs> with his ability, he should have been the greatest, but uh Anyway, so uh, another example, I'll go more for a model more people wear more casually or with modern day stuff. And that would be the Jordan 4. I used to have a ton of pairs. I used to really like it. But over time, I just kind of outgrew it to the point where the only Jordan 4 I would want to get back now would be is if they do that on Lamanier Jordan 4s. And if it looks as good as the mock-up, then I'd go for that. Or I wouldn't mind having, you know, the Hender scheme Jordan 4s. But Mm. other than something like that, like, I'm kind of over it. I'm with a very particular set of Jordans now, and everything else has come pretty much runners. Like, yeah, like it's weird. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I I totally agree with all of you guys. I think, yeah, your your style changes, uh, it evolves, and you can definitely grow out of love for a shoe. For me, it's a Jordan Eleven. Like, I got rid of all of my Concords at the when it re-released the Legend Blue pair, right? Like Reds, whatever. Like. The only one that I kept was the cool gray for the OG pair from uh, 2000. But I mean, I, I never wear that shoe anymore. But yeah, I think I think it goes both ways. You can I more recently found that you can you know, you can fall out of love for a shoe, but you can also sort of have a, a new appreciation for a shoe. Like I know Rich had uh, an episode where he bought the Supreme 14s. Right. And that was a shoe that, you know, he had talked a lot of shit about before and then he ended up copying them. And then, you know, same thing for me is that the Chicago colorway of a Jordan 1, you know what I mean? Like, I own the Dunklo SB Chicago colorway, but, you know, before that, I wouldn't buy anything that was Chicago colorway, like just mostly white with the red. 
Jordan one, I, I probably wouldn't want that. But you know, now that I've rocked that pair, I probably might consider that uh, Jordan one that's coming out later this year, if I can get it for retail or you know, like not a crazy resale price. But yeah, like even stuff like that, like I would consider again, even the Union four. Like I talked a lot of shit about the Union four, but then after seeing it in in person, I've found a new appreciation for it. I think I still would want to cut out that wing just for me personally but i mean just in terms of just the shoe itself like i appreciate the quality of the shoe i appreciate the colorway of the shoe i would probably do less changes than i thought i would but you know that's something that i thought from the from the time that i saw that shoe i hated it i thought it was the ugliest thing ever i thought it was a fake shoe whatever but now that I see people wearing them, um, you know, I've seen them in hand, just seen whatever, like, I think it can go both ways is what I'm trying to say is that, you know, you can fall out of love with a shoe, but you can also fall in love or have a new appreciation for a shoe. And it all comes with evolution, right? Just, you know, how your style changes, how your tastes change. You know, like Colin said, you know, like you wouldn't wear a basketball shoe casually like you used to. Eras change, trends change, you know, things like that. So definitely I think, you know, there's room for growth in everybody's collection, whether it's, you know, buying new pairs that you wouldn't normally rock or getting rid of pairs that you probably would have thought would be the only models that you would ever rock, right? No, I, I agree, Kevin. I think, yeah, it definitely goes both ways because... You know, there, like you said, you can gain an appreciation for a particular, you know, silhouette or um, type of shoe. You know, for me, the Air Maxes, I would say for me, is a, a greater. I've always worn Air Max with the years, but just having as much as I do, I think I've gained an appreciation for them. One, I think for me, comfort, right? I'm getting a bit older, so I want shoes that are a bit more comfortable. And there's just, just so many models and, and silhouettes to them, not just the Air Max 90, you know, the Air Max 1s. And I think you guys had a lot of influence on that, too. And I think that's why it's great to have, you know, a group of guys that are pretty diverse because there are pairs you might not necessarily dive into. Um, mm-hmm. But if you have friends that kind of rock them, you know, you see them I'm just like, man, like I know you kept like the Air Maxes, Trev, like you were kind of the reason why I kind of started to look at them a bit more. Just seeing how, you know, you put them together, stuff like that. And it, it, for me, that's probably, you know, on the opposite end of the spectrum where, you know, my love for those things kind of grew. So I think it's cool to kind of see that. And I, I guess like for the topic for me is just to say for people who think that you got to keep a shoe or, you know, continue to rock something just because like, you know, at one point in time, this was hot and you feel like you need to keep it. And it's like, you don't have to. We evolve. Things change. Don't feel bad if you want to get rid of pairs and kind of revamp the collection. I say I always say that our collections are a continuum, right? It, it's, it's constantly changing. It's constantly evolving. And there's nothing wrong with that. There are pairs I'll have in my collection I will never get rid of. And there are other pairs they can come and go, you know, and there's nothing wrong with that. And I think that's kind of this discussion piece for me is to say, like, our collections are always evolving and don't feel like you need to be tied down to a particular, you know, style or silhouette or whatever it may be. It's always changing. So if you fall out of love with the shoe, there's nothing wrong with that. Because I think growth is always going to come. Trends are going to change, like like Colin said. And there's nothing wrong if you start kind of funneling out those pairs that necessarily don't, you know, speak to you anymore. There's nothing wrong with that. So I think for me, that's what this kind of conversation was about. Because I found myself sometimes keeping pairs just because. And it's just like, you know what? Yeah, if I sell these, cool. You know, they go. I'm not going to wear them. If they were for a time, that's how I look at it. And, you know, they can go. So... I think for me, like, yeah, like it's, it's just a continuum. 
and collections change, they evolve, but there are also pairs that will, yeah. that will never yeah. leave. And you don't, and, and, and like what Trevor and Colin were saying too, is that you don't need to have everything. Like I've seen no. people with, they, you know, collections, they've got everything. You know, now you got Jordan 4s that are coming on every single colorway. You got Dunks that are coming on every single colorway now. You got, you know, whatever the case is, like sneakers now, they're just coming out with colorways, you know, every week, right? Like, so you can never keep up. And I just feel like, you know, people, you know, will say, oh, I love the, you know, let's say Air Max 1, for example. I just got to get all, every single Air Max 1. But, you know, you just think about what you like it what you dislike just because you like the air max one doesn't need mean you need every single yeah and i i kind of got two points to that like and, and kev specifically like when you talk about that i had a bunch of gr air maxes that I've, I've talked about this many times but like as part of what i'm trying to move off of is some of those pairs because i find myself going back to stuff that's i don't want to call it more hype but stuff that's more well known that has some kind of like it's an atmos pair it's a duck camo it's like it's the city pack. So the Tokyo maze pair, like I just have pairs like that now or they're max one to six and acquiring pairs like that. It's like, I'm not going to wear this. Like I, I've talked about the black and gum pair of air max ones that I have, like love the pair still. I will not wear it over air max one, the six or Tokyo maze. Like it's just, it's not going to happen. So in my mind, it's got to go. Cause it's just like, now that I have that, I don't need that. So yeah, like there's, there can be pairs that you pick up wherever it is. It could be a hype pair. It doesn't have to be. It could be something you just pick off a clearance shelf, whatever, that you could love. And then somewhere down the line, decide that you don't love it anymore. Or maybe that you have something else that you know you'll wear more than that pair. And specifically, Rich, the second point is kind of you, you talked about it was the, the Nigel ones that you sold. And you go back 20, 30, 40 episodes, you would have talked about the Nigels as being a pair that you loved and beat into the ground. I think part of that is sometimes we say styles change and trends change. That could be why you, you grow out of love for the shoe. So specifically, I don't know if for sure, but I'm, I'm assuming probably the trend of yellowing shoes has kind of made you shy away from the Nigels now, whereas before it was an easy pair to wear. You could wear it in the rain and the slush and the muck, and it was, it was already pre-dirtied and it, it didn't matter, right? Now that you see that yellowing trend and you're a little turned off to the idea of a shoe like that, you're like, mm, I don't know about that. And that could go another way too, where it could be, let's say you hit on the pandas on one of the first launches, the panda dunks, right? And you're like, sick, I love this shoe. This is great, blah, blah, blah. But now you see everyone's wearing it and it's become basically like a Vans old school, an Air Force One superstar stance, whatever you want to call it, right? It's become that like... It's not unique anymore. It's, it's not. It's 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 yeah. exactly... And that's very true, like with the Nigel, I think that's what it was too. And I wore that shoe. It's not even to say like I had it. I fucking wore the fuck out of it. And you would never even know because the shoe already just looks fucking beat up. But yeah, I think with just that worn look for me, it's just ran its course. I feel like they just kind of fucking They've overdone it. Beat yeah. that they beat that shit into the ground. And it's so unfortunate because I love the shoe so much, but I feel like they just ran it, like they just killed it, man. And, and that's what kind of just it, yeah. it, it made that decision for me. It's just like, you guys just like, you fucked it up. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Um, it's like when you overplay a song or yep. like when you, yes. you, you, you eat the same thing that you love so much that you just don't want it anymore. Like when you see everybody with that trend now, it almost kind of turns you off because you're like, man, it's just not like it doesn't do the same thing for me anymore. Like it used to. Be. It's, it's not it's not unique. Right. Yeah. I feel like when that shoe dropped, it was too. just different. Like it was just like didn't really see that 
And then after that, they just ran with it. You know what I mean? And they just fucking killed it. Like the Panda Dunk as well. I feel the same way. Like, and, and don't get me wrong. Like, it's a shoot where you just, it's like an Air Force, right? Like the Air Force one, you just fucking yeah, you can beat into it. But I see everybody. I went to the fucking grocery store the other day and I be fucking seen just like some random woman fucking wearing Panda Dunks. And I'm just like, what the fuck? I'm putting them away. They're a size 10. Marquise, my 14-year-old, those will be for him. I'm literally putting him in the box. Is he a size and once 10 he now? Hits a size 10, no, no, well, he's, he's not almost a 10 yet. He's, yeah. come, he's, he's coming there. up to a nine and a half. So he'll be a 10 like within the next year. Those are for him. I'm literally yeah. putting them away and he can have those. Like is, is where I'm at with them. So and that's part that's like, part of it, right? Like that's part of the reason you can grow out of a shoe, right? Because it, it sometimes it's yourself, sometimes it's how trends change and how you dress and all that changes. But it could be something that's completely out of your control. Cause you know, the Nigel's is something you've talked about forever as being a shoe that you love. But you know, due to the way that you're seeing the trends go with the yellowing of shoes and people are, you know, buying white air forces and dyeing them in coffee, like you know, it got to a and I think I think the other point for you is that you started to find pairs like older pairs that you can just beat into the ground. So like go back. I mean, pandas would have been one. The other one that I think of is you always have TDP pair of black cement threes at the door, right? Where they are already yellowed or one of, I don't know which, if you still have that, but one of the pairs that Konoski did for you, you, he got, he didn't yellow them, but he like the paint wasn't white, white. Aged them a little bit. Aged them a yeah. little bit. So now you're kind of going, well, I have this and I'd probably rather wear a black cement three is just like something beater at the front door 100%. than the Nigel one. So, and like, for me, it's the, the infrared 23 threes, right? It's got that yellowing, the natural yellowing around the toe cap. And, you know, like, it's just, it's the same thing, right? You look, you think of that and you're like, wow, it's such a great pair. It's so durable. You can wear it all the time, but then you have this other pair that you wear more. Cause for me, I wear threes more than I'd wear ones. It's the same thing, right? It's like, I, I don't, I don't need that. So yeah, I, I think it's a great question. Cause yeah, you can hundred percent grow out of things for reasons that are within your control, maybe. And some that are out, outside of your control. Not. Yeah. So I just figured I, cause I just thought maybe, you know, maybe I'm going a little crazy or <laughs> just like my, no, just like my feelings behind it. Right. Like I was just like, you know, that's why like I posed the question. I said that shit to, I literally, I was in the shower. <laughs> just thinking like yo like can you just like fall out of the shoe because it's like what brought me to that point like or just like yo these gotta go you know but there was a reason behind it it wasn't like i just wanted to sell the shoe to sell it it's just like this is how i was feeling yeah so yeah. that's why i kind of posed the question and it just puts everything in context just having this discussion how you know because i didn't really look at it like that trev and maybe that's what it was i was just seeing so much of this kind of vintage looking you're buying fucking white air forces and like you said dynamic coffee and yeah. just like just all this random shit it's like yeah. why are we doing that like you know what I mean? it took so, yeah. it took a pair that was originally unique for you and something that you're not seeing and it just became like Fuck everything else that you now begin to see yeah. right so it just it lost its yeah. luster and the looper for the shoe right so yeah. and it's unfortunate because you take a shoe yeah. like that, which is like to me beautiful in what they did. I love the shoe for what it was. And that's why I say like, I love it for what it was, but I feel like with everything else that happened in that time, it just fucked it up. Like for me in terms of that. So yeah, just to get your thoughts on that, yeah. you know, and for the listeners, you know, what y'all thoughts are and, and stuff like that in terms of pairs, I think it's just a, a great conversation to have. No, I, I love that. I think that's, yeah, because it's a good question because it's, and I, I think yours is a really good example because it's not, 
you can fall out of love of horseshoe just because you know you grow out of that style but i think yours is a good example where that's that's not the case right the jordan one hasn't gone out of style for you sort of thing right no it's just uh just oversaturated and it's just unfortunate and i hate it because it's like you'll take something that's so unique and so good like the the concept and just fuck it up because you see it and you run with it I mean, I think that that's what ruined it for me with that in particular. So, yeah, that's a good one. So I'll do one more just to close it off. But that was a really good discussion piece, Rich. I really, I really like that one. Kind of talked about it a little bit with some of like my sneaker journey and kind of, you know, I'm trying to move off of 20 to 30 pairs. What's something you can recommend to someone who's just starting out in sneakers? I'll go first with this one touched on it for the last couple episodes and just touched on it kind of what we talked about with riches but find something you love whatever it is like a model or a colorway or whatever that is and just dive head first into that because you'll never regret having pairs that you really really love so as an example right like i've talked about i have tons and tons of air maxes and you know some of them were gr pairs that you know we go back to air max month earlier this year and i'm like yeah i've got all these gr pairs yada 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 and now you know things are starting to open up and i'm finding you know, even, even within Air Max month, I didn't wear some of those GR pairs. And I'm like, okay, now I have to start thinking about, okay, I didn't wear them. Do I need them? And if I'm going to get rid of stuff, they're probably the first pairs to go. Because as I said, I'd rather have an Air Max one, the sixth than a black and gum pair of Air Max one. So you'll never regret doing that. But I mean, I think it's just, if there's something you really like, dive head first into it and go from there because that'll make it easier if your styles change or some things change. There's nothing wrong with kind of experimenting with what you like in sneakers, but mm -hmm. if you love Air Maxes, then dive head first into that. Like get really involved into Air Maxes because you'll never, you won't regret that. Yeah, no, that's a good piece of advice. I think for me, what I always try to tell people because, um, you know, I always have different groups of people asking me about sneakers. They know that I love sneakers, so they'll, you know, get my advice on stuff and, tell me about stuff that they like or whatever. But what the one thing that I always tell people when they're thinking about buying sneakers is just always be patient. Like patience is everything with how sneakers, how popular sneakers are now, you know, there's pairs that are coming out constantly, you know, like every week, you know, within a week, there's two, three drops, right? Like, and they could be for everything. And there's no set dates before it used to be Jordan's Saturday, you know, that that was a drop, you know, once every couple of months, whatever the case is, but now it's like, you know, there's drops that are going on constantly. So something that you may think that you really, really love at one moment that might change or the prices may change or, you know, you may think that it's something that you have to have at that moment. And especially with the popularity, sometimes it's not that easy to get. So, you know, if there is a pair that you really, really want, if it's, you know, something that's uh, meant to be in your collection, you know, just wait for the right price uh, that you're looking for. You know, you have to be realistic about what you're what you're asking or what you want to get. But, you know, in the end, if it's something that you really want, you'll find your price, you'll find, you know, what you're looking for. But, uh, you know, you don't always have to have it right at that moment. I think whatever, you know, the misconception is that like, you know, when a pair sells out, you know, you just almost feel like, uh, you know, you've missed out, right? And, uh, you know, everyone kind of falls into the trap of, oh man, I couldn't hit it on the drop. Now it's selling for this amount. I'm just going to buy it at, you know, this ridiculous price or whatever it is, right? So you just kind of wait uh, for those dips or, you know, the, the price to go down a little bit. Or you may find somebody like Rich who's, you know, selling a pair that, you know, maybe he doesn't want anymore. Trev is getting rid of a bunch of pairs and that might be one of the ones that you're looking for. So you never know where, 
you know, your your next find may come or prices may drop to later on, but you know, you don't really necessarily have to have it right at that moment. And I think a good example of that is the, um, uh, what was the pair? Just the Air Max One Concepts, the heavy, right? Yes. Yeah. There you go. If I was to just to said pull the trick now, there was kind of like a little bit of a, like it was relatively reasonable. It was up and down. It was up mm-hmm. and down. And I kind of think I got it a little bit on the downward. But I mean, and I think it's, I think it still is going down. So honestly, I didn't even wait long enough either, but <laughs> yeah. Like but you mean, were happy with the price that you paid. That's like, the difference. Yes. I was happy with the price I paid, but I mean the, the, like the idea of I need it now is not necessarily, yeah, you're right, Kev. Cause you know, wait it out. Like, I mean, and I mean, it could go both ways. It could go up. Like, it, you know, there's no, there's no yeah, way to say yeah, that it'll go down. Right. Right. Like, yeah. Sometimes but, you can wait too long. There's been times where you can wait too long. Yes. Yes. But I mean, like, you know, it doesn't hurt. Like, People are just trying to move it quickly because they know people want it after the launch, right? Buying but it's something... not always about price, though, is what I'm trying to say. Sometimes yeah. it's about, you know, maybe you like it because you think you like it at that moment, but the time will pass. And then, you know, maybe you might not feel as hyped because another release will come out. And you're like, oh, well, I like this colorway better. So that's kind yeah. of what I'm getting at. It's like, it's not always about price. It's about, you know, what, you know, what your preference is at the time. Is it justified for what you're looking for or you know, will something else come out later? Like, you know, GR dunks or whatever, like everyone wants the next dunk that's coming out. But, you know, like there's been so many different dunk releases that, you know, maybe another shade of gray dunk or black dunk or whatever is going to come out that you might like better. So, you know, just wait it out. And if the other pair is the one that you really, really, really wanted, at least you took the time to just wait it out to make sure that that was the one you wanted. When you go after, like, I mean, for all of us, right? Like we kind of go after everything. In, in a lot of cases, right? If there's a raffle or an online release, like, yeah, sure, I'll try and hit it on it. Sure, why not, right? And yeah, I mean, sometimes yeah. you end up with pairs where it's just like, I remember one time, what was it? My buddy wanted the pine green Air Jordan ones, the first ones. So yeah. it was like the so with the with the white panel on the side, mm-hmm. or sorry, the sale panel. And I remember they were sitting on Foot Locker, and I so I was able to get his pair, and I was able to scoop mine. And I was like, oh yeah, like a hundred percent. Sure. I'll grab it for retail. And I was thinking that I'd sell it at sneaker con and then I didn't. Mm-hmm. And then I got the idea to do the mismatch thing for Christmas with the bread toe. Yeah. So then I ended up wearing the pair, but I don't wear that pair other than at Christmas. Right. Like, so it's kind of, yeah. you know, did I actually need this? Do I actually need this? Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, and you know, and that's what I mean. Like there's so many different colorways that come out for Jordan ones, dunks, Air Maxes, whatever the case is, right? Like, like there's just so many sneakers that are releasing now that just, you know, take the time sometimes just to, to really decide, you know, especially if it's somebody that's new into sneakers. You know, I think we've come a long way where we know what we like now, where we kind of go after the things that we like, but somebody that's kind of just getting to sneakers may not know that right away. And, um, you know, they like what they see on, you know, a certain athlete or celebrity or, you know, maybe their friends uh, that are rocking, but then if it's not really what they want, then, you know, you might be making a bad decision. So sometimes just, you know, give yourself a little extra time when you're thinking about that pair, especially if you're just getting into sneakers. Uh, good points, Kev. And I think for me too, I would say the most important thing for someone who's getting into this is don't feel that you need to buy everything. <laughs> like you don't need every pair. And then also too is, yeah, just buy what you like. And I know that's hard to when you're first getting into it. I know when I first got back into it, I was buying everything I could get my hands on. So I think just keeping at the forefront that you don't need every pair and yeah, just kind of buy what you like, man. Cause I think we all have, we know what our taste is. Everybody you know what you like 
regardless of what's out there or what's being like, you know, put in your face constantly. Like, you know what you like, you know what you gravitate towards. I mean, I think that's always important, just keeping that at the forefront. And I understand that sometimes you can kind of get caught up in the hype or what's going on. We all have felt victim to it. I mean, you're lying if you haven't. But I think at the end of the day, just keeping at the forefront, like what you like, you know, because some things may look good on you and doesn't look good on other people and vice versa. And that's why and there's nothing wrong with experimenting, too, I will say, like definitely experiment, you know, with pairs, you know, looks. And I think, though, if you kind of know or you have that at the forefront in terms of what you like, that will kind of separate you from the rest. And also making decisions and buying shoes, right? Because there's a certain pairs for me. I'm just like, yeah, that's not. I love the way they look, but that's just not, that's not for me. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I think understanding that, that not everything you need to, to have because it's hype or because it's like what everybody's wearing. I think once you kind of find out, find out or figure out, you know, what your style is or what particular pairs you gravitate to, just keep that at the forefront. There's nothing wrong with it, man. And I could admire, I love admiring shoes that necessarily just don't work for me, you know, but love them the same, just not on my feet. I think the other thing to that too, is that if you know what you like, it helps if you have to pay resell for something. Like if there's like, as an example, mm-hmm. the Air Max one heavy, I've talked about this before. I knew that was the one I wanted. I knew that like, cause I'm an Air Max guy. That was the one of the three that I wanted. Now, having said that, had I not had to pay so much money for the one pair that I really, really wanted, I might've gone for all three. But knowing that I was going to have to pay four or 500 bucks for one pair of Air Maxes, it was like, nope, that's the one pair that I want. And I don't want the other ones. Right. And it helps you too. like, I mean, you don't need everything. I think the one that I constantly caught up on and I'm usually pretty good with this kind of stuff is the Yeezy Zebras when they keep re-releasing them. Cause that's the one Yeezy that I'm like, that's really unique. I like that, but I have to keep reminding myself that it's like, no, again, I like the color. I have to respect it from afar because it's just not something I see myself wearing. So definitely no, that's a good one, Rich. I, I agree. Yeah. Like you, you don't need everything. You're right. Like the, the zebra and the, the zebra is the one that I have to remind myself about that a lot because it's always like, Oh, I know if I enter the raffle, I'll probably win. Or I've got a good chance. If I get like at least Richard Colley to enter for me, I'd probably win at least one pair. Don't need them, man. Yeah. Don't need them. I've been good. There's been at least three, three, re, two or three relaunches and I, I haven't entered for my size yet. So usually that's my like saving grace. If someone in one of our group chats asks or if Colin's like, Hey, I want a pair of the zebras. I'm like, done. Don't even have to think about it. I'll enter for Colin. That way, if I win, I'm not getting my size coming in. Uh, good one. Well, good, good one. Episode, uh, yeah. Good one, Trev. Good episode for sure. Yep. Awesome. Any shout outs for us this week? Yeah, man. Shout out to Domi Kanoski. Shout out to Domi Kev. Making up the goods. <laughs> Cherry 12 is, is back in action. So salute to the homie Kanoski, man. Always. And shout out to the fellas over at Omnis. My apologies. Um, shout out to those guys, those good folk. They got those Nigels. So you'll probably be seeing those posted very soon. <laughs> that is my pair. Yeah, I'm going to, you know what? I'm going to shout out, I guess when this episode, when this episode airs, it'll be long past. But I just want to shout out Big P, Peter. He's not on homie. IG right now. He's the homie. He was, uh, I guess he was kind of like the, like one of the OG restorers in the city too. Yes, he was. He restored a, he restored a bunch of pairs for me back in the day. He's uh, He's moved away from that. But the reason why we're double recording is because 
I'm going to be going to a cottage for a week and it's Big P's cottage that I'm renting. Uh, so shout out to him for allowing me to uh, bring me my family and a few of my friends out to his cottage. He's been super hospitable and anybody that's looking to rent a cottage, make sure to hit him up or you can ask me for you know, some email details for him if he's not on IG. If he's not back on IG, I know he's just kind of taking a little bit of a social media break, but shout out to him. For now, I'll have some updates on the on the actual trip when I get back. But I just want to shout him up because, you know, he was just such a nice guy and just like explaining everything to me. Like I've had so many questions for him and everything too. Just what should I bring? What should I pack? Like really, you know, all this stuff, whatever. But, you know, he's just been, uh, he's been super nice about everything. So shout out to him. And if you want to see what the cottage is like, just follow Kevin on Instagram and he'll yeah. have pictures <laughs> and everything posted this while you're listening to this episode. If you probably go to his Instagram right now, he'll have a video of him on a dock, yeah. floating in a, in a lake somewhere, barbecuing probably. <laughs> Everything. Blowing, yeah. Bonfires. Like, just go check his Instagram page. I'm sure there's yeah. a ton of stories on there already. I'm excited, man. I'm excited. Nice. You're bringing the dogs, Coach? No, but you know what? I'm not because they're you're old. They're older now. I'm about so. to say they're older now. Yeah. Yeah, they're older now. So I, you know, I don't want to have to worry about them the whole time. I, they're at the in-laws, so. Nice. No specific shout out for me, Kali. Oh, all right. The end of the episode, I guess. <laughs> Guys, as always, you can follow us on Instagram at InKicksWeTrust. Make sure to use the hashtag InKicksWeTrust for a potential feature. And if you are enjoying the podcast, make sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Uh, and subscribe or five stars, whatever it is you do on podcasts. I can never remember. <laughs> I only ever see Spotify. So all I know is you can do five stars on Spotify. So whatever it is you do on Apple Podcasts, I think it's stars and comments. <laughs> make sure you uh, listen yeah, make sure you listen, <laughs> there sure you, you, listen <laughs> you can find me on Instagram at Trevsky63 Kev where can they find you you can find me on Instagram Kevin K Man Kali where can they find you on IG at the Hollywood Life uh, Rich where can they find you I'm on IG Gross Status 13 and which one of you would like to have the pleasure of outroing Juan that's you Trev you know that alright <laughs> I'm just giving everyone the option. Maybe you, you guys want to do it. You can find me at your local pharmacy. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna have to throw at least some of the like the, the typical wand stuff in there. <laughs> oh, you can find him at 321. Message him about traveling kicks, mainly Jordan ones, but everything's fair game. There you go. There you go. He'll be proud. <laughs> there you go. He'll be proud. <laughs> miss you one. Yes. Guys, thank you everyone for listening. We will see you all next week. Stay safe and be well. Mm-hmm.